There is a difference between knowledge and knowing. Knowledge is acquired intellectual learning, whereas knowing is experience with God, union with God. The two are entirely different experiences in that the first can contain much false knowledge, while the second is absolute truth, containing no falsehood beyond all words. This kind of knowing cannot be put into words, and if any attempt is made to do so, it is no longer knowing. This is so because it becomes contaminated by the intellect and worldly concepts, which cannot contain the all-powerful essence of God. As you try to discern what it is you'd like to do with your life, I recommend that you step back. Does your ego get involved when you think callings, in that certain things are more noble in your mind, so that whatever you think might be the most noble is what you want to do? Contemplate an ancient saying from the Bhagavad Gita, which states, If you give up what you are meant to do in order to do something that is not yours, you will lose what which was not yours and that which was yours both. What does this mean? I guess I'd like you to contemplate a garbage man. Let me ask you this question. If God wishes this man to be a garbage man, is it a higher calling for him to go to medical school and become a doctor? I would hope that you would say no, because God calls us each to things. And despite the way society views certain vocations, the world cannot live without any one of them. Without garbage men, we're all screwed. Forgive my bluntness. We should treat those who do this thankless job with a great deal of respect, because not only are they doing a job for which they are not well paid, but they are also often given a certain societal stigma. They are often viewed at the bottom of the totem pole in society, and our world can't function without them. In essence, they are sacrificing much more than most of us to do God's will in their life. Many years ago, we had lived across the street from a family of five kids who had all witnessed their mother's death in a car accident due to a drunk driver. One of the young sons was nine years old and is now about 21. He had suffered minor brain damage, but it affected his ability to learn. Many of us wondered if he'd ever be able to do anything. Recently, I spoke with his mother and found that he's holding a job as a garbage collector, and I was so proud of him. He's living in a group home for the handicapped, which provides assistance, and he's very happy. His mom said he may never be able to do anything but pick up garbage because of his ability to learn, but he's happy and he's doing God's will and we are all benefiting from his vocation and sacrifice. No one will ever tout his name like they do Mother Teresa or others of the saints, but God knows his heart and soul. He knows what he suffered and how he's gained victory since that horrible moment, and God will reward him greatly for his humility, grace, and perseverance. This takes me to the next level. What if you could never do anything at all? What if tomorrow you were paralyzed from the neck down and people had to take care of you? 
would your life still have meaning, or would it not be good enough because you're not doing something mighty or noble, like saving Africa? What if that's what God wanted you to do, simply survive and be here? Would it be good enough, or would your ego struggle with that? So we come back to your vocation in life. I'm not saying that such noble things are not a good thing to think about or to strive for if God so wills. But as long as you strive for them because you believe them to be superior to other paths in life, then you have missed the point. And as long as you discern your vocation in life this way, you cannot find it. Because you must allow God to show you His will even if he may choose to give you a more humble calling or ask you to do something that a lot of other people do. What if he needs that from you?